for today. We got the 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 what is it? Everything cool, Rob? It it it, it quite cool. It's quite cool here. So, just let me know when you run in, so I can start. All right. All right, I'm ready. Now, because you can't even be ready. Huh? Lord Jalen isn't even ready. Oh. Like, yeah. you know, I got a feeling for him for the, until he gets here. Okay. Let me, let me read all these questions while you fill it in. No, of course. So, you know, it's me, spider way. Doing my regular spidey thing. Just trying to save the day. As I get red tay. But the lay day on the side of me is she looks very familiar. I remember the last time I seen her was or saw her was at my well not even my movie premiere, but it was a premiere of a character such as myself. Another variant. But she was next to me. That's the black cat lady. I don't know what you're talking about. You no know clue. exactly what I'm talking about. I have no clue. She has a clue. I have no clue at December all. December 17th, where were you? At 8 o'clock. December 17th, 8 o'clock. I have to check my calendar, most likely. I had just gotten finished teaching a student at my house. Is December 17th a Friday or a Saturday? It's the Friday. Oh, then I was teaching my student, MJ. Mmm. So what did we do 8 p.m. that night, 2021? Yeah, 8 p.m. Oh, 2021? Mm-hmm. What did I have for breakfast this morning? Like, mm. you want me to remember 2021? Yeah, that was just that was just about three months ago. Oh, December 2021. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I had like three weeks off from teaching. So I'd been drinking, and mm. I can't tell you. That's a spirit. But, you know, we were in the theater just watching that marvelous, you were what I said, marvelous take on the new Spider-Man, you know, they reconversion. I'll be <laughs> you know, you, you still. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> at this point in time, welcome to Everything Cool. And that's how we do the cold opening and then we cut to our intro. Yeah, we don't want to do anything to scare your children. That's the last thing we want to do. We don't want to scare anybody. The tourists come over to chill on the beach. But they don't come over the hill where we sleep. We got nightmares and they got fantasies. No sanity, it's just insanity. My mommy hoping nothing happens to me. Opening. You should explain it. <laughs> so, <laughs> me and you sat in Fusion's movie theater across from each other mm-hmm. on the 717. So, you say? 
Okay. So she, she <laughs> isn't lost. She knows exactly where I'm talking I don't know what you're talking about. And I mean, even if I was Black Cat, why would I give you my secret identity? You and your secret identity now? Ah, <laughs> uh, she... I get you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good one. <laughs> so welcome to Everything Cool. This is Spider Blade filling in for Lord Jalen Willard, Denise of Nassau, Santa Alexander, and all that good stuff. He's running a little bit late today. So he said, hey, Spider Blade, swing on in and try to keep everything together and get me out of this sticky situation for being late. But as he always does, we always have the party in the backyard. Yes, the party of one in the backyard. Shout out to Spider Blade there. We looking to find Lord Jalen Willard soon enough. But otherwise, until then, me and Spider Man go on the fort. As you know, I am PG Giovanni, aka PG13, aka PG13, aka your favorite non Bay, aka Hidden in Plain Sight, aka Too Many, AKAs. <laughs> Sometimes too many isn't enough. Real talk. I got to get a couple more. <laughs> and last but not least, we have the lovely. Our lovely guest on the right of me. Please introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Ashley Adderley. A lot of people know me as Miss A. Miss A. Um, I'm one of the coordinators of the Geek Out. Mm. And we've been running geeky events since 2017, 2018. Oh, wow. Can't remember. The COVID makes it hard to remember. The COVID. Did you have COVID? Um, I mean, who hasn't? Mm, yeah. Real, yeah. I'm That's negative right. now, mm-hmm. but I had I, I think I had Omicron, which is like the Jigglypuff of all mm-hmm. of the. I, I just got bit by a spider, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and had cold sweats. I was shaking the next morning. I woke up with powers. <laughs> mm. So typically on Evering Cool, we have a particular segment called the Bayman Word Phrase or Saying of the Day, and normally we like to give that honor to our guest of the day okay please go ahead that's it she prepared notes oh the teacher and her right right (laughs) they said Um, a cat always lines on all four legs um what is the bahamian word of the day because i have early beginnings growing up (laughs) (laughs) no we any word that you would live the bahamian word first is saying of the day Oh, I'm supposed to come up with it. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. There was one that I liked that had different meanings based on how you used it, but I can't remember. I can't remember what it was. I posted it on Facebook and people were like, different there was meanings. this different thing, different oh. meanings, and I can't remember what it Let is. Let me go check this Facebook. No, that was so long ago. Oh. <laughs> I must have posted that in like November, December, maybe. Of yeah, last year? Of last year. No, we, do, we do have some double oh. entendre words for real, yeah. though. Oh, my god! Dude, I remember I had a friend. I wish I knew that I was supposed to prepare one. I would have had it ready. We I, have, I had this friend in the States where I said something and she got dead mad. And I was like you get mad for it and because it was a loss in translation thing because behemoths mean something else is it are you talking about bay no no it wasn't bay it was because you know else. they they, they it, often it think bay else. is bay like you know before any, yeah 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 what, what, what's bay's acronym before any anyone else or right okay. before anyone else but it wasn't it wasn't bay 
but it was something. And she thought I was dissing her. But they were like, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Nope. <laughs> you're, you're trying to look. It's a misinterpretation. It. I literally am trying to look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Y'all I'm keep doing, talking. I can find sorry, it. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm doing it. Okay, right, right, right. Lord, diversion. Don't. Don't be mad at us. We're trying to keep it on the course. Normally, it's better. I am at this trying. Oh my god, it's not here. Like it's. And if you can't mind, just say anything in general. Yeah. Honestly, because more than likely we can have it could be something we had. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. How about this? Mm-hmm. What? We just go. We just go. We did we? Go. Have, did y'all we ever had that before? Okay. We never. So had. for the for the international viewers. And for all the Spidey play fans, mm-hmm. please tell them what we just go mean. It's me and we seeing each other. Mm, that's it. But I seeing you now. <laughs> no man, that's a different one. Okay. <laughs> it means that <laughs> um you and another person have relations. Relations mm-hmm. that are more than platonic. Intercourse mm. with you, maybe not. It might not go as far as intercourse, uh, but it probably lead into that path. Like okay. intercourse with you, relations. Let's play. <laughs> you obsessed with intercourse? No, no, you don't catch the Family Guy reference. Uh, intercourse I got with it. you. Let's just go look up Stewie and Brian. <laughs> and and some probably singing lessons maybe. Mm. <laughs> well, you know I'm a crime fighter, not a singer. Mm-hmm. You should stick to crime fighting. Yeah. But, see, but I'm more of a fighter than a lover. You, you, don't you notice that every time I find love, I end up like either breaking their neck I or breaking that. their back. <laughs> you know, I'm trying should to probably leave the gal them alone. Mm, that's why I gotta mess with the superhero gal. Mm-hmm. Probably. Mm. <laughs> so early beginnings, Miss Ashley. Like, what is your genesis? What is your Uncle Ben story? My <laughs> Uncle Ben story? Yes. Like, what, what What? was that turning moment? You know, you are a very powerful woman. And with great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. So what was your genesis story? Um, I think... Okay, well, let me. Uh, I'm thinking that my Genesis story is like when we like started hosting like small movie nights for like cult classics, weird films, well, anime. And not the, just there yet, but like what sort of was the. Well, how did you develop into the person you are? And then. To oh, get, for me, like yeah. me personally. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But okay. Well, I would have to say it was definitely the travel. I was always, I'm still an introverted person. Um, I've done a lot of travel, I think in around 2011. I just was kind of like, let me get off this beeping rock. Mm-hmm. And I went to China and I basically traveled around China. Harbin, um, Beijing, Shanghai, Wuhan, all over the place. And it really opened my eyes as to the fact that people could behave this way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what way in particular? Uh, Chinese culture is just different. Mm-hmm. Chinese culture is just different. But it really just opened my eyes to what the world has to offer. And it really made me realize that we take ourselves entirely too seriously. Like, 
you think that you getting out on the dance floor and dancing, even though you can't dance, is the end of the world. But when you see the world for what it actually is, you're just a speck in the universe. Mm -hmm. So, you know, eat the cake, you know, do the dance, do the thing, you know, you're literally just a blip in this universe. Mm -hmm. So it's not as big of a deal as you, you know, expect it to be. And I think traveling really opened my eyes to that because it's like just seeing how different just a group of people can be on the same planet just made you realize just how small and insignificant you are. So do the thing because you're small and insignificant anyway. Mm -hmm. I'm just an itsy bitsy spider. (laughs) I'm at the water spout. Maybe. So, (laughs) So from traveling then... So what was life, you know, career-wise, being back, like traveling, having this grand perspective, but having a small island reality? How did you sort of juggle that? Um, can you explain the question? So you get in this broad perspective, but you're living in the Bahamas, which sort of everything is sort of shaped in a box. Oh, you mean? You know, the small-mindedness. The small mindedness is a hurdle. It mm. definitely is a hurdle. Um, but I try to be the change I want to see. Mm. You know, like if I don't like what's being offered in Nassau, why not offer it? Mm. If I don't like the if I don't like what I see, why not speak up against it? You know? How can you find it in yourself to complain about something that you're not gonna do anything about? Like mm. either I mean, in my personal opinion and the way I run my life, mm-hmm. sit small or do something about it. Sit small until your name call. <laughs> like the beans, like they say. Or call your own name. Mm, <laughs> she's speaking now. So, doing that. So, in the daytime, I, I was told that you're an educator. Yes, I'm actually an English tutor. So, I teach English as a second language to foreign expats. And I also teach adults how to read and as of recent because of the pandemic children oh wow i didn't always teach children but so this um, has been your baseline career since since 2012 okay that's dope that's dope so moving along to you starting these events the geek out person what was the first what inspired you to say hey i know this isn't familiar ground in this space mm-hmm. what let me try my hand and bring something new to the landscape and did you like host events before or yeah we we host a couple of failed events before like non-geek out related non-geek out related okay. events but uh, they were so integral in knowing how to host the geek out um we had like was it two failed pool parties Two, two failed. What you mean? No, two. it was one failed pool party and two failed glow in the dark parties. Okay, well, why they were failures? Huh? Why were they failures? Not enough people to make your money back. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. So unfortunately, not a, you go around, you look for sponsors to try and you know um, even out that cost. Mm-hmm. So if you can get someone to sponsor tents to your event, you don't have to go in your pocket to get tents. If you can get someone to sponsor the venue, then you don't have to go in your pocket to pay the venue. And God, venue. <laughs> That's a conversation <laughs> for me. <laughs> but um, yeah, we had like 
I think we started in 2016 hosting events. Yeah. So was we. This is sound like me and Edward Dean. Okay. okay. Me and Edward Dean. We. I mean, Ed was my spa man. That's my friend from high school. Mm. Like when I said I wanted to start a band, he was right there. Like I'm gonna learn to play the drums. <laughs> <laughs> I say let's host events. He's like, let's go, let's do mm. it. Because he was used to risk management. He used to do risk management for other promoters and so then we decided to just do it for ourselves you know i used to design flyers for other promoters and so we just pooled our resources and Mm. started failing at hosting events (laughs) (laughs) i feel as though every superhero must fail before they succeed everybody must fail before they succeed and that's Mm -hmm. the difference between becoming the hero or the villain you either ruminate in that failure or look for success So, take us because I um I have notes from Lord Jalen, and you know he extensively researched your history going all the way back to the formation of the pages on Facebook. But you're saying that the Geek Out officially started in 2017. I have to check the first flyer, um, but I do think it started in 2017, like late 2017, if not 2018. I can't recall because our Instagram got hacked in the early days. Mm, Okay. And so a lot of the stuff was just lost and Instagram wasn't really helping us get it back because we had like 70 followers at the time. So I had to restart it under the Geek Out 242. It was originally the Geek Out because I wanted it to be more international, but then it got hacked. So I had to save all my other handles as the Geek Out 242. Mm. So, but I, I'll, I guess I'll check that later, Mm -hmm. but I do think it was late 2017 or 2018 when we started. So late 2018, you're saying? Around, I'm not sure, but I know it's not 2016 and I know it's not 2019. Okay. (laughs) All right. So 2018, um, so much, well, 2017, 2018, that's when the Lord came back to Nassau, um, and he viewed the landscape as very Bama culture coming so far as it pertains to the creative aspect. You right, VG? <laughs> yeah, but I get it, I get it, I get it. It's all a joke. <laughs> so, um, you know, how do, how do you feel? So what made y'all think that this was the time now to start trying to push geek-oriented events? Do you feel like you looked at the creative space and how far ahead Alon Day came about? Or? No, we didn't do anything like that. We just liked anime and we were like, we need more anime friends. Mm-hmm. So it was like more like for ourselves, to be honest. Um, host a movie night, get the anime community together. But, you know, it really was like not working <laughs> the anime community was just like we don't want to come <laughs> I, they was telling you that personally not personally but i think our first ever event had like 14 people and then after that every every thursday because we used to do it every thursday it would get like two people and mm. then we just was kind of sitting there like i wonder if we should just give up mm. so tell tell me more about what cause you not to give up what was that one triumphant moment to be like i think fusion to- superplex oh you talking about when they brought um dragon ball super when they straw when they brought dragon ball super we literally okay. was like i think 
Fusion Superplex was still building while we were hosting the Geek Out. Mm. I remember that. Um, like they hadn't quite opened as yet, if I'm not mistaken. And we were literally like just about to give up because we were like only two or three people are showing up. Um, where I don't know, like I've been promoting it and I've been doing different things and people just aren't showing up. So maybe, sorry, maybe we should just like, you know, put a pause on it till we can regroup. And then Fusion Superplex had the Dragon Ball Z movie and surrounded by like hundreds of people. And it's like, no, there's an avenue here. We just need to do better. So we actually just like took all of our savings and we said, okay, we're going to gamble it away. And the next event where like we just revisited our marketing, um, revisited our product offering and everything like that. And 60 people showed up. And so then we were like, okay, well, let's just keep (laughs) doing whatever this this is that we're doing. Like every event is like an experiment. It's like, do you guys like this? Okay, you do. (laughs) Let's try something else. And so we have our bigger convention, like with a Bahamian spin on things. Mm. Okay. So you guys obviously have heard about the stories about how it began in the backyard. Um, I don't know if you saw when Lord Jalen Willer first came to the Geek on 2019 and interviewed Shannon. And she sort of gave some information about how it started as a movie night in the backyard and it grew into taking up the Dundas black box area mm-hmm. about almost a year or so later. Yeah. But, we quickly outgrew that space. Yeah. So, but I wanted to hone in on the coworker venture days. I think that was maybe with some foundational days for you guys where you worked out a lot of different things. Talk which, about which, which venue are you speaking about? Because one venture of those co-working and as well as Chesapeake. Um, I have no comment on Chesapeake, <laughs> but I will say venture co-working was one of our saviors. I would say it's so sad that they didn't get to survive the pandemic. But I must say, I don't know where we would be if it wasn't for venture co-working. Um, so I what made you y'all think about using those? spaces um initially cost as a small business um you have to balance your cost like if you think you're going to get in business and just make money within the first three years you're delusional of course um mm-hmm. like like this is a a, a long term investment you don't just put money and expect every single dollar to come back out you're going to be going into your personal pocket for a while mm-hmm. making ends meet and venture co-working was one of those venues that was willing to work with us and our tiny little dollars to make it work they hosted tickets so they would actually one of their secretaries would host the ticket sales at no extra cost. Like they could have said, okay, you know, like a lot of other venues tried to do to us. They would say, oh, well, we're going to host your ticket. So we need $150 just to host the tickets. Mm. And then like, it was just a lot of, of different battles with different venues and venture co-working was definitely one of the best venues that we've had because they just really wanted to see us succeed. Mm. And also the owner played Yu-Gi-Oh! So that was a plus. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Because I saw from the notes um, going into that era around 2018, this is when you started to expand not just by showcasing movies, but having um, 
video game consoles there, mm-hmm. get into the gaming aspect, as well as inviting one special cosplayer. Oh, yes. I remember. Cinemorphosis. I love them. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was around the time where we actually met Adam. Adam had contacted Edward and he wanted his community to grow. I, I'm i not sure, exactly sure what he had said, but I remember we met in the food court of the mall at Marathon. Okay. We sat down and we were talking about growing our individual communities and trying to make it, you know, just trying to get ahead because we each had like 20 people, you know, at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, us 60, I think he had 40 and so trying to just like come to terms with, okay, how is this going to work? Okay, well, you'll be in charge of gaming. I will advertise your company and everything like that. And whatever you say as it comes to gaming goes, and we'll just make sure that the last Sunday of the month is sacred because that's the day, like that is Geek Out's day. And from then on, we were just like working together. That's when we had gaming because I, as much as I play video games, I'm not much of a, like an avid gamer. Mm-hmm. You know, when you hit mm-hmm. your 30s, it's kind of like eeny, meeny, miny, you. <laughs> so you guys gotta like go in the shoebox under the bed for a little while. Mm-hmm. You know? So Adam really, that's when we met Adam. So when you see that we started gaming, that was exactly when we met Adam. And he started bringing his consoles and um, hosting the tournaments and I would make sure supply the prizes and everything like that and he would supply the consoles and it was just just been a beautiful relationship ever since indeed you have any questions yeah no I saying that was a beautiful um relationship because yeah. gamers is the second biggest probably the highest demographic actually that comes to the geek out every week yeah because some people just come yeah I think but we're gonna get into those yeah. people when lord Jalen comes through <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who is the biggest demographic so um just give me one moment okay so because i think after a while um when did cinemorphosis as well as other cosplayers start coming around and how did that relationship begin so i know shannon had been interested in cosplaying before um when we were doing the event in the backyard this was before we even started thinking about cosplay Mm -hmm. and shannon had come to us she's like you're doing like this whole anime thing i would like to cosplay there and i was like oh i love cosplay so I'm going to cosplay with you, too, when you come to the event. So I think she cosplayed as Samus and I cosplayed as Gender Ben Mario. And we and that was like one of the first indoor events that we had. And it just kind of took off from there. People just started coming in cosplay. We never said cosplay, but people just was like, well, there's anime, so I'm going to cosplay, mm-hmm. you know, and we just kind of like ride the wave with everything that people wanted. We're very customer focused. Like when customers say that they want something they are, I do my best to try and make it available to them as long as I can get it there under $10 per entry. <laughs> indeed, indeed, indeed. So all this is happening in 2018. So how, how are y'all feeling about the business concept and how it's being received by being society at this point? Um, Right, like you mean today in 2020? No, 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 no. At that in, time, oh, at it 2018. was a lot of people said I was gonna fail. 
Um, like even after you sort of upscaled from the backyard to uh, even from upscaling from the backyard into different venues it was always just a fight you know it was really really hard and if it wasn't like the support of all of my friends and people who believed in me and said we will come and support and i will sponsor you very few sponsors but like even when bahamas wholesale agencies contacted me and said hey we'll sponsor these mosquito bands and everything for your event and it's like you go to like a hundred different sponsors and only one of them is willing to work with you because what you do is so niche. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. I don't even know like how I friggin' did that. Like, hmm. I was just like, I look back on it. Like you had a lot of energy at 26. <laughs> Cause that, like when I tell you every event was a battle, like I, I can't tell you every single battle in detail, but it was, I was fighting something. <laughs> yeah. I okay. can imagine. So, it was around this time our resident, one of the resident creators of the Homie Heroes Universe, where I'm from, started showing up at these events. So, Fiji, what was your initial, what was your first geek out? And obviously, I see uh, Wednesday, Tuesday is always on a lot of the flyers. And yes, yeah. I think I started putting Wednesday, Tuesday on the flyer, not last year. But year before last, yeah, maybe twenty twenty. I feel like it like might have been 20, last year. It might have been like maybe? it might have been twenty twenty, mm -hmm. or like the end of twenty twenty. I think that's what it was. It yeah, was like around the end of twenty twenty, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, so Giovanni, how was your first initial experience? Okay, so my first geek out of, I could remember correctly. The funny thing was. I literally saw the first flyer of the first movie showing in the backyard. And I was like, let me go. I was like, yeah, of course I go watch a Ghibli film, right? <laughs> it's like, and it was Spirited Away because I already watched Spirited Away once. And I was like, lovely film. I'm going to go watch it. Somehow I didn't end up there for some weird is reason this, or next. Are you guys <laughs> the dude in the Nissan Tiana who sped off? No, no, no. That's y'all. I know. No, that's my dime, dime. <laughs> I remember. No, no. Oh, we were sitting down and we were uh -huh. about to watch Spirited Away, I think. And, and this Nice Silver Nissan Tiana pulled up and they was like, they and you could overhear them in the car. It was mm. two dudes. And you could hear them say, This the place? But nobody. And it's <laughs> <laughs> right wow. off at the end was like, damn. <laughs> See, that's a good thing. Because I come I was coming with a gal. So couldn't have been. Okay, me. it wasn't right. gal. Yeah, it wasn't me. But yeah, I know I didn't even make it like in the area that night. So I can't remember what happened. I wasn't able to make it. So the successive ones happened and I just didn't go because I missed the first one. I was like, no, I missed the first one. It's a Ghibli film. I won't watch anything else that's going on or whatever, right? And then I think the actually official first one I went to, I remember it was one of the Dundas. Now, I can't remember if I went to one before I did um, a news report on the Geek Out, or maybe the news report maybe was the first one I've been to. But I do remember specifically I went to one and I did a news report at the Geek Out, and that was great. It was dope, actually. Um, can't remember what was happening. I sure it wasn't a Pokemon one because... I had done, a, I was already like into it by the time I went to my first Pokemon event. But I do remember, well, I remember that one when I did the report. You were Misty yeah. and Shannon was Samus mm -hmm. when I did the report. And it was a great geek out, honestly. It was a great board, honestly, too. And I was like, you know what? From here on out <laughs> for the culture, Wednesday, Tuesday got to be on this. And, you know, we're going to just 
provide videos and short clips and stuff like that and just footage for the event because i really liked it that much i was like for the culture you want to come and plus y'all got me in no not got me into um cosplaying but i was like if y'all cosplaying and come to this event every time of course i get cosplaying comments every time of the event and i think the event after i came is luigi and from there on out i've been to um, i think everyone <laughs> i didn't stop <laughs> but yeah still <laughs> interesting enough mm-hmm. so we we're about to take a quick commercial break i think i hear lord pulling up <laughs> this is about to get interesting i guess so. but thank you all for allowing me to host so far spider way i gotta go save the city as well as mary jane and Gwen. <laughs> see y'all on the other side both of them Hold it out is your computer stuck in safe mode because of unsafe downloads are you tired of knockoff accessories that leave your device Worse than before? Solve those problems and more here at Create Tech Bahamas. Bring in tomorrow's technology to your doorsteps today. I Well, people would ask me for an interview okay. in the very beginning and I would say no. Mm. I would say I'm busy, but I know... So what- you was pump faking? I wouldn't say pump fake and I just understand the society I live in. Mm. <laughs> that was when we were already like a hundred people strong. I didn't feel like nobody was going to stop supporting me because I'm female. But you why know? do you think people wouldn't support you? I mean, because you were, I, I don't think it would be support. I think it would be they trying to undermine or hate, but I wouldn't think it would be I mean, look though. at what happens now that I take interviews. I mean, I'm not going to mention it, but now that I actually take interviews and people have found out that I'm female, I've gotten a lot. Of oh, for real? I've gotten a lot of I've gotten a lot of They expect it to be run by a dude, and so I never got before. I'm tightening up the... that. Okay, no, am that I one. allowed to curse? <laughs> I mean, we can believe her. You can sound like SpongeBob. Ooh. <laughs> okay, no, I talking about the bottom room. Yeah. Oh, Okay. Sometimes I wish I could go back to just being the person who wore black walking around the event. You didn't know what the hell she was doing. Because mm. when I tell you, once people mm. found out that I was female, like I've been getting a lot of. So they they be trying to like, oh, you don't deserve the reward. Because I feel like that's common. They well, think well, I have an attitude. Like, okay, a lot of women talk about it. A lot uh, of women yeah, in business talk about it. When you are a business person, you can't, I mean, I wouldn't say you can't be nice, right? I love being be nice stern. to people, but you have to be stern because yeah. this is your product offering and you have to offer something of quality. But people aren't used to women being stern. So when I have to be stern or let's say I can't cut up with people at the event because the power went off in a wall over there. Mm. I got to go figure out why the power is off and why these artists don't have light on their artwork because maybe this vendor is overloading the capacitor. Like there are so many different things. Like people just know that they had a good time, but they don't know why because I made sure that the power stayed on in that wall over there. Or maybe the Wi-Fi went out because water fell on the... Like, when I tell you the things that just go wrong, like, you just kind of sit there waiting for something to go wrong so you can run and fix it. But then people come up to you, they want to cut up with you, and they want to talk to you. And it's like, as much as I want to be a host host, like a hostess host that looks cute and walks around and talks to people, I can't. I'm not there yet. 
I have to go and make sure that the vendors have power. I have to make sure that, you know, all of the garbage bins have have trash bags in them or else we're going to have a big old dirty place to clean up. And venues already hard to find. So if you leave trash on these people, yeah, you think they want to rent to you ever again? It's a lot of things that go into being a woman in business. And I'm very good at balancing that out. But I also understand that you can't control people's perception of you. Mm. So it's been hard ever since people found out that Geek Out is run by a woman, a a woman and a man, because Edward Dean is equal partner with me. It's just that, I don't know, I guess I have a lot of good ideas and, you know, I tend to overshadow him is that the word i'm looking for but you're tall in stature too. i'm tall i'm tall in <laughs> he's not as tall as me so yeah. like that just i guess that happens but then i'm also the very organized one mm. i am very very much the organized one and you know um it's just been hard i i liked it more when they thought Shannon was running it and Shannon would tell them, no, it's not mine. People still it's Ashley. And then I would dive behind a table. Yeah. <laughs> and then they would, it's her. And then she would be pointing at a wall and I'm right, just like, like hiding under a table because <laughs> nobody knew it was me. And then um, they thought it was Michael. And then Michael would be like, the craziest thing. People think I organized mm-hmm. Geek I'm like, really? Wow. Well, you could just let them know to email the Geek Out 242 at gmail.com. They drop. And, and then they thought, I think they thought it was you at some point too, PG. Someone actually did? Someone thought, I think someone thought it was PG at some point. <laughs> and so, and I'm just like, really now? I think people always assume whoever introduced them to the concept Probably, first. Right? Because, we, because like most of the time people, like I was telling them, I was telling you in the car when we was coming here, I was like, when people wanted a question on Twitter about the geek out there, it's like, go ask Justin. He probably knows <laughs> or whatever. So like, you know, um, but Thank you for coming back from the quick break. Spider Boy had to go because, you know, I was a little bit late, but then I had to go dash and go get something right quick to be in time for, you know, this interview with Miss Ashley Adderley. Um, thank you for joining us again. Sorry for my tardiness. No problem. Um, <laughs> so, Spider Boy was telling me a little bit of where you all left off. So, my initial, and it's a lot we got to get into. My initial entrance to the geek out. First, I was seeing, well, obviously I seen it on PG status and I probably asked them like, what is this? And then um, my geek journey is sort of interesting because October 2018, around August, September 2018, I had started working on my first cosplay. And it wasn't because I saw what was going on anyway. I just was like, bro, I trying to feel better about my life. I trying to get out this creative rut. Let me go. I'm inspired by this movie I saw earlier this year and everything that stands for. Let me make this costume and take pictures for my birthday. So lo and behold, as Shannon would tell me at around the same time, that's when the whole cosplay element was started getting to twine with the Kika because she sort of. I saw a post because I Google, uh, not Google, I Facebook this post where she was like. She saw my panther and was like, oh, there's other behemoths doing this. And then that's when mm-hmm. her whole line came out. So, you know, um, obviously that was like a one shot thing for me. Went to work in my panther um, costume and then, you know, that was it. So fast forward, you know, I was focusing on other my other brands at the time. Uh, and I had started 
everything cool. So I had started from a distance just seeing the girl go build, like, you know, see venture co-working. Then I would be like, like, I don't know why in, in my mind I was in like, I should go check that out for whatever reason. But I just would see it and just be like, okay. And then see it again. And then just be like, okay. And then see it again. And then see it again. And then probably when I started seeing Shining cosplaying and things like that, I reached out to her because I was like, this would be cool to cover as me trying to be a cultural connoisseur. Let me do something to where, um, let me reach out and like, you know, try to get on, understand what's going on here and this phenomenon. So I reached out. Uh, I think she said, she was like, yeah, you could come interview me at the Kiko. <laughs> I remember mm-hmm. pulling up with all my equipment and I was like, <laughs> I was like, yo, um, I, I think I called Shannon no one to come into the front door because I was like, yo, I came, came to talk with the organizer, the geek out, whatever, whatever. <laughs> I like I was like, who they? They was like, who are you to mean it? And I was like, uh, I think her name is Shannon. And then they went to get Shannon. <laughs> Shannon brought me through. And we set up in a little four year. Um, you know, it was me and then my friend at the time. Um, and we set up that little light. People kept on bumping the tripod. That's when I only had like one camera angle. So, I remember that geek out. I remember because yeah. I was just like I remember after that I was like Shannon. The next time you get an interview, you can't be in the walkway. <laughs> <laughs> <For real. laughs> oh man! So you know, and like I remember being there because that's when I met Knox for the first time in the bathroom. Me because I had brought two costumes. I just see Knox. He stayed in, in the bathroom in, a food, <laughs> in a suitcase, and I was like. But that's but hard. Like he just <laughs> and he's like, yeah, but da, da, da. I was like, bro, this is dope. And like, you know, people watched that episode and they was like, yeah, that's the happiest you ever look. Or whatever. You can see it on your face. And I was like, yeah, I felt like I was in heaven for a quick second. And, you know, I didn't stay long because I just did the interview. And then I went home. Oh, I can't remember where I went. Anyway, <laughs> so fast forward, like, you know, to me, my favorite Kiko. <laughs> this the scouts hall in february 2020 and i feel like that was monumental Shocker. for me because it was like this is the first geek out pg at debuted at sonic this when katis was a trial as is batman yeah, I um I, I can't remember what the situation was oh batman he was, something. Villain, he was like a bad superhero right yeah or something, something like, like that, that. Something yeah. like, i mean technically batman is an anti-hero right but yeah, yeah. He so, caused more damage than Yeah, yeah. And then, like you know, that's when uh overall was there and like, you know, a couple other things. And I was like, and I came there as regular, like like something like this. And I was like, for 2020, actually I had to make a goal for 2020, I was gonna cosplay more, just you know, create more. And then obviously the pandemic happened. So, know. you know, um, but yeah, that's what really just catch me up to the whole phenomenon happening and then just being a part of the group and just hearing all these different stories and when did you i can't remember when me and you met for the first time i can't recall either. yeah like i can't i i don't know if it's small talk or whatever whatever but um yeah but what i've seen and i think i told you in the in the car when it came to just from a creative um standpoint um i felt coming back home in 2017 i felt it was a whole creative revolution because and the Giko was just a part of that because you already had more Bahamian artists no matter what medium had started branching or doing things on their own and I just felt like okay the Giko is another facet to that like how you feel about that 
Um, I don't want to toot my own horn <laughs> too much, but I do think the geek out is one uh, is one of us is is a staple in the art community yeah. to a certain extent. And now we've started um, encompassing musicians mm -hmm. and musical artists. Um, some things, some great things we had planned for 2020 that just didn't get to happen. We're gonna try and get them again for 2022 acts and things like that. But yeah, I don't know anyone that supports the art community like any art community because i remember because i would like draw my own manga and stuff like that oh so you're a manga artist too oh, i am my goodness. not a manga artist i used to draw my own manga <laughs> <Okay>. unsuccessfully <laughs> um i got like to page 10 where i'm like i can't <laughs> and um i remember just like looking for different avenues sending my little comic strips to the newspaper being rejected everywhere when it came to just being an artist um them having almost impossible standards you know like you have to have a hundred comic strips before we even publish your first one you know or whatever their standards were and just mm. making it so hard for artists to just make a dollar Mm. And so one of the things that I wanted to do with the Geek Out was to sponsor those artists so that they can essentially have a monthly outlet. Like they know that if they make art this month, they can sell it at the end of the month. Okay. And then they know that if they put in the work, like, oh, one of my favorite artists at the Geek Out is Rachel. Like she Me. always has like Geek Out exclusive stuff. Mm -hmm. So she'll post things on her Instagram and she would say, you can't order it now. You have to come to the Geek Out if you want any of these products. She hand crochets all of her merchandise. Uh, third of Pikachu. Shout out to Rachel. Uh, third, of, <laughs> third of Pikachu. Shout out to Rachel. Rachel. Ernestine. I love Ernestine's this art. This is amazing. It's a lot of, um, oh, a lot of aesthetic um, melanin power. I love it. Mm -hmm. I one of my that's favorite right pieces. <laughs> Oh, that's oh, it there? Yeah, yeah. That's her, right. Yeah. We got to show her that. Listen, if y'all want to give us art shot. pieces for the set of any shows we do, we, we welcome. Really? Like, you know, I, we like tanks. I love that. Yeah, I, I can take a separate shot to you and then you can put it in when she's One in of it. my yeah. favorite pieces from Ernestine is this black girl just drooling with her afro and this sunflower, like, kind of. Why background. is she drooling? I don't know, but it's sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I just love it. I guess I'll be out of left and do it. Yeah, Shannon just started offering sovereign comics and just trying to just create an outlet for artists uh -huh. so that I, I don't i don't know i just know the rejection i felt as an artist and yeah i think every artist that's why you know um a lot of times i was telling you like people think it's weird for me well they have me at this whatever status they think they have me at it's weird for me to engage into publicly into geek culture and the cosplay but it's just another subset of the art community mm -hmm. like yeah. i'm in film i'm in media i'm in this music art da, da, da. it's just another subset of the, the arts and creative culture so yeah. one you know. thing i'll tell you is that a lot of people when you have the you have the sheep essentially you're mm. the people who follow the status quo and follow the line, like the ants following the scent. And with ants, even with ants, they can end up in like that death cycle, right? Mm. Just following one another, marching till the day that they die. And 
people who leave that death cycle are always going to be looked at as weird and are always going to be looked at as someone who is crazy. I mean, that's what happened to me when I started the geek out. You're going to fail. Why would you do this? Never my parents. My parents were always supportive of me. But it was the people sure. that was, who never all, would try to do anything. Exactly. It yeah. was always yeah, yeah. the people who would never try to do anything different. Mm. You know, and I just, when you stick with it, it's years later that people look at it and be like, wow, you're so awesome and things like that. And yeah. I mean, it kind of makes you want to roll your eyes, but I mean. No, you can roll your eyes because it's like you should. I'll roll been. my eyes. In you wasn't closet. with me shooting in like, the gym. Oh, thank you. And then like, I'll be like, because uh. <laughs> yeah. it, 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 it's it's frustrating. It's that that you had to put in so much work mm -hmm. to get to where you were. And you were telling people that anime was cool for decades mm -hmm. and now it's like anime is cool mm. i was telling you this. <laughs> right, they kill yeah. children in this thing right. like they eat children in some of these <laughs> yeah. shows like everybody is a, and i think i spoke because we've had multiple episodes on like payment geek culture where like you know it's like the revenge of the nerds and everybody into anime everybody into this which is fine and, I have no and problem i think obviously that, right? i think it, right. the, the boom of the mcu sort of made people be more accepting to that because it was mm -hmm. like a comic or book like movie or any entity even the animation because people love invincible mm -hmm. and then invincible is a complete animation but just because it told a real life story and real life issues but it's still sort of comical and you know having all these superpowers it's like okay i can still relate i can still enjoy this so i think that's what broke down the barrier now i think the final barrier for a lot of people is actually participating instead of just being a mm -hmm. spectator mm -hmm. yeah i think i think what tends to happen is people come to the event mm -hmm. and then they know cosplay is cool that cosplay is cool but it's when they get there and they see how much, much fun. fun the cosplayers are having because if you ever come to any geek out it's not the gamers it's not the artists it's the cosplayers that are just having the most fun mm -hmm. swinging their fake swords around fight play fighting each other and just yeah that, that's why i like skull so they was literally fisting <laughs> out in the yard they fisted out yeah. in the yard and i'm just like should we stop them and we're like no i think they're okay leave uh, them alone did any of the swords real no okay cool right. this is why there are no katanas a lot at the geek out oh for real <laughs> yeah, yeah but you can't bring you know, no, but, all, but anyway there's I someone switch. always someone always sneaks in with it and we're trying to solve that as an issue <laughs> i mean but i know it is we, but I we, whenever <laughs> we do see it we tell them to put it in the car because something is bound to happen yeah. like, like cosplayers lie, they start to cosplay yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. cosplay is not just about putting on a costume it's it is playing, playing that yeah, character yeah, yeah. so when the fake swords come out i don't need nothing yeah, yeah, yeah. happening i don't need no like oh yeah. oh i can't like oh someone just gets cut yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't want to have that situation yeah. on you. but most times people come to the geek out in their anime hoodie or their anime shirt yeah. and then they're I don't like, think there'd be enough though I think I mean it'd be some like for me in the past what I've done was if I didn't have a costume I just wouldn't come mm -hmm. right because I always would feel like bro I, I if I gonna fully enjoy this I need to be like in some form of a costume so but then obviously me growing understanding like closet cosplay or you know um even 
just dressing down and coming like with a comic shirt and mm-hmm. just you know depending on what i do on that day um that still could be an enjoyable experience exactly. but i think the most fun you would ever have is which i think the f- fun two times like the pirate ship i thoroughly enjoyed um as well as like you know when they we did the roast of spider bay and i get to, <laughs> i get to see spider bay sort of Rob bottling everybody and they had the <laughs> drops and things like that. Right. So I appreciated that from that perspective. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, and yeah, and even when we did the speed dating <laughs> professor, you <Utonio, laughs> right? like, you know, and just being in the room and someone was like, y'all just be doing the voices too. I'm like, yes. <laughs> right. Like I'm about to dress like this and not act and exactly. know that all the characteristics. Well, right. that's sort of corny. I'm like, no, that's what you do it for. But see, right. those are the people who lack right. joy in their life. Yeah. So it's okay. <laughs> We're corny. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I just, it's just funny. Cause like I say, a lot of people think you have to cosplay to come, mm. but that's not true. You can come in. I remember posting this girl. She just wore a white shirt, jeans, and she had a plank of wood. With yeah, the yeah, I saw that. and yeah, I was yeah. just like that is just so clever yeah. you know and you can just be creative with it your cosplay doesn't have to cost more than five dollars sometimes yeah. my cosplays are just me with my sewing machine you know with some red cloth that I found in my sewing kit you know but yeah. one thing for sure is that I've always found that everybody comes and tries to cosplay at least once because they come to the event in normal clothes because I always say Come in normal clothes. Come in cosplay. This is a judgment-free event. You are mm. allowed to be free and you're allowed to be who you are. You know, you don't have uh. to go fake for anybody. Like, mm. if you want to come here, like, I remember one dude did a gender bend Sailor Jupiter or Sailor Venus. Oh, that was he, recently? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Trevorny came. Right. I, me and him drove together. Yes. He came, like, in a gladiator-esque yeah, 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 yeah. Sailor Jupiter, and it was awesome. Uh-huh. And it's like, <laughs> I love to see creativity. If you're going to come in your sweatshirt and sweatpants, you're welcome. If you're going to come as a gender-bend gladiator Sailor Scout. Is there, like, then- a dress code? Because, like, where does someone come, like, as Frankie? I, like, pre-time skip Frankie. I'll actually, Pre-time post- skip Frankie is who again? Well, Frankie from One Piece, basically, when he have his shirt with the buttons open and like a jock strap on. Oh, no, they were. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, <laughs> there are children here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, no, because let me tell you what I realized too. Bro, some, some of them cosplayers, they be pushing, they be the pushing boundaries. The and it's like, bro, you can't tell how y'all get me and allow to post these pictures on Instagram, bro. Like this, this is almost mm-hmm. close to soft core point. Like yeah. I can almost see everything, and it's like, hmm. <laughs> like you know, like I just just be like, nah, bro, like you know. But um, yeah, cosplay is not mandatory, but once people come, they see just how fun it is. Mm-hmm. Just to sit down in your house and put together a piece, and then enter it in the competition, and mm-hmm. how people just love what you've produced Mm -hmm. and it's a really it's a really liberating feeling um of being able to create something in your house for the for the next three weeks and then showcasing it in front of people and people just cheering for you yeah i think that's the most exhilarating thing even though i won't win listen when i come out with this new heat (laughs) i better be winning at least four or five competitions in a row because i tired (laughs) i guess marching up you know, giving my little runway poses and spins mm-hmm. and 
I don't get no reaction. Not <laughs> even a consolation prize. Oh, my. You got to fight Knox for that. Yeah, no, 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 no. I got some things that can give Knox a you, run for you. And I tell you, I, that boy no. flies his sword over from free. That's why I, I know. That's why I had to ask him. I was like, bro, how you get this on the plane? My? He's like, bro, I just wrap it up. I was like, <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I, I, I like he, do, he does not build them here. He builds them yeah, in Freeport well, and yeah. brings them over. That um, Inuyasha sword, oh my God. Yeah, was yeah that was dope. It was and nice. the cloud one was dope too. Yeah, but yeah, but Knox. Actually, Knox probably one of my favorite persons because he just, <laughs> like, just any, everything he do, like for me, from that first encounter, when they, I think he was tossed playing as either, I think, Boruto and Natsu or I can't remember. It was two characters he was changing in and out. Something of. from Attack on Titan, I believe, eh? No, it was... No, no I ain't talking about recently. I ain't talking about oh. the first time I saw him in 2019. Oh, okay. And like, I was just, just like, this way just come to the Kiko suitcase full of cosplay. Just, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah. You all see one scene? Okay, I can switch this around. Dedication's uh-huh. strong. Uh-huh. All right. Stay in the bathroom changing. <laughs> <laughs> and I love, love it every single time. <laughs> so... Uh, except for Nino. Yeah, I, I don't know why does everybody hate Nina so much. No, he. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a. I was like, whoa. Okay. Two thumbs down. I Knox. I don't normally have rules on cosplay, but, but I think we need down. some. Oh, because everybody was like, don't bring it, and I was, I had to laugh when they was like, yo, he did it before. <laughs> you can't enter this again. <laughs> you get man if he enters that again. I don't know, bro. No, Shannon already told me could enter it again. I was like, <laughs> I was dying in that show. Oh, I was like, where. Where was I and I just I I sort of regret sort of missing some of those earlier moments because I'm like they sound hilarious as hell. Hmm. So some, some some stuff is just one of a kind, you right. know. There's something we try to just make the event different because it happens twelve times a year. Yeah. So you try to make it as different as possible. So actually, to put a pin right there, what made you say let me try to do this every month? Um, marketing. You know, because um, I mean, you know, people have like one con a year and it probably be. But that's the thing. It's yeah. it's more of a mini con in uh, a country that doesn't have a convention. Right, so right. we are working towards our large scale convention, which is coming soon. Mm-hmm. But hey, we know the team, but we can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like this is a country that. I love my country. <laughs> Let me first start that out. I love no, 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 no. Country. Give them the bad first. What? I love my country, uh-huh. but they are so in a box. Like, yeah. they are just like, this is what we do. And we're going to drink. We're going to smoke cigars. And we going to at the bar. Shake at the bar. And weekend. that's fun. I do that, too. But, you know, there's there, there, there are so many different experiences available out here in Nassau that are dying because nobody supports it. So if you only support smoking cigars and shaking up at the bar, guess what's only going to be available? Smoking cigars and shaking up at the bar, you know? And like, I can't remember what I started this thought with, but <laughs> you love your country. I love my country. Give them the bad man. Go, go deep. But they, they, they're, they're very, very, Close-minded, laggards, mm. laggards. In 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 marketing, we call it the early adopters 
you have the influencers and laggards. Mm. And it's those early adopters and influencers that basically help prop up your business till the laggards are like, okay, well, we'll support you now. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. in the Bahamas, I, right. I feel like a lot of people are laggards yeah. no, instead is, of yeah. being early adopters and influencers. Right, right. So you don't get, and so the, the, the early adopters and influencers that you do get can't properly sustain your business until the, lag the laggards come. Mm -hmm. on, right? Hence the, we do it Every 12 month. times right. a year. We try yeah. to be as low cost as possible, which is why one of the reasons why I bigged up venture co-working because they were a big reason mm -hmm. as to why we survived. Even though we don't get 112 bar to come to the event anymore, them too, you know, they were a big part as to why we were able to survive those early years because just what we did was so different and going to different sponsors, still going to different sponsors and trying to get people to say, hey, this is something that happens all over the world, but just not here. Mm -hmm. They don't see the opportunity until mm -hmm. I make the international con and they'll be burning down my doors. What a secret. I think <laughs> I think but I think we've been making some headway with us. Because obviously, you know, um, me, you, PG, and Kiddish and Shannon are, you know, with our separate brands, we're sort of coming all together, trying to make the whole culture bigger. Mm -hmm. And I think we've been doing that because we started not just doing this at the Geeko, but spreading it in other spaces and vacuums, showing up to the movies. And mm -hmm. it's a hundred. I want, I actually really hope praying for the day that a hundred us. I mean, let's say after beef fusion, someplace a hundred just show up. Like I have this big vision. We downtown, like you know, we have the cameras out, and like it's almost like an end game scene. <laughs> and obviously, I vision myself in front of the procession, mm -hmm. and I'd be like Avengers, and then have that, you know, that pause, and then the camera, like cameras come all around, <laughs> and then we say, you know, I say a seminar, let's charge down Bay Street, like we going down mm -hmm. on Bay. Like, you know, just capture that from, like, the drones and all these different angles or whatever. But I think we can soon get there. Um, but I was going to say... Flash mob. Yeah, yeah, that too. So um, I think more people are coming around. I think more prominent faces. Because I um, see, you know, like I always feel like when I started doing, I started seeing a lot of people I know was like, oh, I like to get into that. Oh, I didn't know we do this. I still getting... Oh, I didn't know... There's Bahamian cosplayers. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, for real, where y'all be? Right at the Geeko. Mm -hmm. All right, we sometimes go up to these movies, even like with Kaden. Um, shout out to Kaden. Uh, when it was her first time at the Geeko and her first time cosplay, it's like, we always do this. Or oh, whatever. This has been a very consistent thing that we always get into, you know, sort of hang out. You know, we, we have our little community. But speaking on community, let's get into the team. <laughs> so, what's been the ups and downs oh. of the Kiko? Um, just when you're the first to do something, uh. it's just very hard. You, you, this isn't a beaten path. Mm. You know, it's a forest. It's bushes. And you have to beat that path. Mm -hmm. And then when you're finished beating that path, you know, someone <laughs> tries to undermine you. 
you know, mm-hmm. like you didn't beat that path. I beat that path. And it's like, okay, well, you know, peace be with you, mm. you know, and, you know, continue to beat your path. And then people just getting angry because, I mean, for me, that's the way I operate personally. If if me and you are bucking heads, I just don't want ha- want to have anything to do with you. Right. I don't have the mental capacity. Like mm. I say, I, I have to. I have to do so many things poorly. <laughs> I do so many things for the geek out poorly. I don't have the mental capacity to deal with a whole bunch of other stuff. So that's been some of the downs. Like I said, some of the downs have been trying to find sponsors who give prizes that are worthwhile for the cosplayers and the gamers. Um, some of the downs have been venue acquisition during a pandemic, trying to find loopholes, you know, um, in order to host the event during a pandemic, still mm-hmm. following COVID protocols. I mean, they started loosening them up. A They're loosening bit. them up now, yeah, but yeah. last year yeah. it was like, okay, only restaurants are able to Loose operate. That, right? So I can't have the event unless it's at a restaurant. And mm. a restaurant isn't going to let you use their venue. For if for, yeah. Not for free. They'll let you use it for free. But even if they use it for free or not, or you pay them, they have to have your bar. They're not going yeah. to give you the yeah. bar. Yeah. They're not. Some some of them will give you food, and then so having to tell look certain vendors that supported you for years and tell them you can't come yet. Mm. You know, I I'm working on getting us a venue where everything can come back in full swing. But right now, if we want to have it now. We have to have it in this way. And then trying to get customers to understand that, hey, I can't bring Geek Out back in the way that it used to be because of the COVID protocols. I mean, there were just a lot of downs. Mm -hmm. Some of the ups is every single event. Every single event is worth it because Mm -hmm. all the stress that I go through, you always have someone who says that was the best time of my life. I'm coming to the next one. You know, every new person that comes, you the, every new person that comes becomes a regular face. They're not like there and they're like, oh, I hated the geek out. People are there um, and they're just like, I need to. How do I become a part of it? You know, mm. so it, it, it's. It's nice that these people who say we're corny, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's nice that these people who have always been like, oh, I'm not going to do that cosplay. What is that? Mm that come and then they see it and then all of a sudden it's almost like that meme with homer simpson yeah. as he goes yeah, into the bush, bush and re-emerges <laughs> right. these same people say oh that's right. corny i'm not gonna do that and then they come and they just try to check it out they're there right. to talk crap but right, they right. come there they check they it out right. and then they just see how non-judgmental it is because mm-hmm. a lot of the times we go to these events i love bohemian events but yeah. sometimes you go to these events and it's just It'd a big judgment yeah. it's a big judgment fest you know mm-hmm. we just look at yeah. people up and down a certain event them. was like that i don't call their name i know the event bro. and i've been there one time bro, and i just look I gone and that's like why everybody just watched and up watching everybody that's like where it's the last time and y'all don't even dancing no nothing exactly because if you get up there and dance they're gonna judge you oh mm-hmm. you can't dance oh you right. can dance right. oh like you, 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 I don't like your outfit. Or oh, she really shouldn't wear that hair. Like 
You come there and you have a girl dressed up as Sedusa. Like her hair is in the air mm. with hangers or however Dope. she got pipe right. cleaners. Yeah, I don't know how she got that yeah. to get her hair to stand up in the air like Sedusa from the Powerpuff Girls. Right. And it's like you see that judgment till atmosphere and like the Homer meme. They go into the mm-hmm. bush and they reemerge with their Naruto uh, head. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it's like, it's just really nice uh, that even though you get all of this negative feedback for, from from people who never come to the event, yeah. that when these same negative people who come to the event finally come, they take it back. Right. <laughs> so it, it, in, in the end, you can't control people. You can only continue to focus on yourself and growing your event. I want to have the first international comic and art convention here in the Bahamas, you know, and my awesome team members like Edward, Shannon, Adam, Daniel, Jamik, Michael, everybody, Hiram, everybody is what's making it possible. Mm-hmm. So now let's get down. And to- PG. I don't know if you <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And PG. Yeah. It's because yeah. you're right there. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about these incel figures. Oh, God. <laughs> so because you say, well, obviously we know because I have been to the geek out multiple times. We know it's a safe space. Well, it is a safe space. But, you know, we have the... A personality type. A personality, the, lo- the quote-unquote losers. <laughs> that, like, you know, who be trying... Well, I wouldn't even say they be trying. It's the stereotype. Mm-hmm. And they reinform... Not reinform. They... What's the word I'm Reinforce? Reinforce the stereotype. And, you know, they sort of... I guess, for lack of a better word, they're now in their quote-unquote world. But then what I feel probably I have some social hierarchy and then they try to, hey, maybe because not in real life, I could talk to girls. Maybe here I could talk to girls, (laughs) but it's still, you know, you're going to get the same result. So um, and I said it to say because, you know, earlier you was telling me, you know, a lot of the girls don't have sometimes don't have favorable um, experiences because. Sometimes the guys, because they're socially have them not to talk to them. The girls love the cosplay part. Mm. <laughs> they don't like the hit on part, you know. Mm. And I mean, I get it. It can make you feel uncomfortable. Mm. Um, and it's just something that we've always had to let girls know. Like, this is a female run event. I don't mm. know if y'all know. You know, we yeah. I was telling you in the car, mm. we always try to make sure all the girls know that this is a female run event. You don't have to worry about a male promoter just brushing you off. If someone's if you tell us that someone is bothering you or something is the case, it will be handled. And I can't tell you how many times I've been angry with the girls because they'll let me know after the event is finished. And I'm just like, well, how am I supposed to do something about it now? It's mm. the event is finished. You know, um, but we always let people know that cosplay does not equal consent. Mm. We always let people know, we always let women know that if there is someone making you feel uncomfortable, let us know. We will take care of it. But I mean, that's with any event, especially mm. in the Caribbean. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, just going to different events. Some guys, after they've had one or two drinks, will make you feel uncomfortable. And that's just the reality that women tend to face. Doesn't mean it's right, but mm. 
it's just the reality that we face because i was still in the hero i was like wrote like i'm glad that i think it was in reference to something or i guess the change in venue you know i was like saying was i really like the last location that the they ship could, or the well the ship and um the hall on oh, yeah, that's our yeah. new home okay okay all right i like that spot and i was like yeah, yeah like they could you know really always you know be welcoming to us and like we that jugger jugger crowd where also when my guests stop or shut but it's like why would that happen now when that's never happened the last three years like anybody like have that energy and no. it, that ain't the atmosphere for mm-hmm. that either so it's like you know we fun loving people we only like together you know and be in our nerd glory and then go <laughs> yeah i mean it's also about past experiences. Some people get triggered by certain things because mm. it reminds them of something that happened in their past. Mm. So we did have an incident at the event where someone was triggered by something that happened in their past. Mm. Not that something bad happened, but this thing that had happened reminded them of something that had happened to them in the past. So they had we had to comfort her in the bathroom, you know, and you just don't know what anybody's life is, you mm, know? Right come when you when you approach people approach people correctly you do not know what battles anybody i don't know what battles you're going through right now right battle to you and see all these scars <laughs> like, i like, thought she was going to say pikachu because she's looking she's going, she's like, <laughs> pikachu have a lot of scars like, too specifically with this pokemon and that. yeah exactly so yeah, yeah i mean you know it, it, it's a little I, I remember being socially awkward as a child too so it's not like I no but it ain't just so I don't want to get on them for that because <laughs> y'all can't tell us when we should we haven't you know me and PG I don't know if we we may be posting more speed dating events in the future I don't know that's up to her Ox yeah. Ashley it's up to if you. y'all okay <laughs> so we had a, a speed dating event um not that long ago and all the dudes was like, oh, it's a sausage fest. But <laughs> based on what Ashley's been telling me today, I'm like, bro, of course it's going to be like this because y'all been insiling and showing away. And it's like, you know, don't be the stereotype. Like, like your geek them, right. but don't Try not enforce the, the negative right. stereotypes. You know, be cool. Be like, I told PG we should have like how to get a gal booth. I think, you I think so. I'm not <laughs> like, even when I'm, especially before people realized it was me who was organizing the uh, event with my partner Edward Dean. Nah. Um, like dudes would come up in my face. So, well, then who's stronger, Goku or Gohan? It's <laughs> like this question and that question. I'm like, bro, what's the name of the main character in Madoka Magica? Like, you can't tell me these things, and I'm not going to sit here and validate you just because you only know about <laughs> Goku and Hamtaro, Man. you know? Like, I'm not going to sit here and, 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 and question your love of anime. Why would you come here and question mine? I didn't see you do that to your bros right, over there, right, right. you know? And then it's like really trying to get girls to know that this is a safe space for you too. Mm. Like, just come to me if anything. Listen, this you whenever it's Jesse Sama, there is a safe space. You <laughs> under my lordship. Yeah, see, they no, saying <laughs> no, but like, no, but for real, like, I always say, and it is people like that, you know, in the greater, um, Geek universe, whether it be gaming, cosplay, or whatever, it's like you know people is quote unquote gatekeepers, but it's like from like in real life, 
I don't want to say you were you were bum, but you know. <laughs> but it's like you know all that isn't necessary. Everybody just come for a good time. Eh? It ain't supposed to be judging. Da da da. I'm just trying to escape reality. Life is hard enough. It yeah. is. Or whatever. I just trying to come out of reality for a few hours and then go back home and enjoy everything else. And I think that's the most important part, you know. Mm-hmm. But what's the next hub for you and the geek on any other ventures that you are? Because you you have a whole bigger company called Hentai Productions. Well, yeah, Hentai Productions does a lot of different events. So we do Bahama Mamas and Korean dramas. We have Geek Out Kids and we have The Geek Out. And then there are a few other events. We have the Massive Con that we want to do. Um, still um, finalizing a name for that. The uh-huh. the once a year con that we're going to do. But, you know, just coming out of COVID, you, get, you can't just go steamrolling into everything you were always doing. You have to kind of stick your toe in the water mm-hmm. a little bit and see if we're ready because... To be honest, you know, the pandemic has been tough for everyone. So trying to put shows and activities on the docket for Geek Out with the limited number of people that have been coming since we started again, you know, is it's difficult. It is difficult. But, you know, we're here to stay. We're just going to have to maybe cut a few acts, maybe Maybe not have a musical performance this month, but have a musical performance next month and just try to, I don't know, balance things out until the next one. Mm. I know this month is the villainous arc. Mm. So, I mean, you can dress as a hero, but it's (laughs) the night of the villains. The night of the villain. And next month is going to be... I mean, you can announce it now because it's probably coming out that... Sports anime, if I'm sports. not mistaken. Is that Isekai? No. Is that Isekai? Isekai. Sports anime, so you know the space genres mm. will be in the building. Yeah. <laughs> sports anime. So um That's it. Yeah. I have to look at my phone. I have the full year schedule on my phone. Mm. I just can't remember. Uh, <laughs> yeah. cool, I think cool. April is sports anime, but for sure March is the villainous art. All right. That's cool. That's cool. Thank you so much for joining us after I well, this I, I um just recently asked you, but still, we finally get the person behind the geek out when you freak out and leak out. We got the geek out. Oh, I think you should be leaking out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> freak out. Freak out. I love I love a little freak, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know if you should be leaking. <laughs> but thank you again, Ashley, for joining us on this good audio adventure. I think you know. This should explain a lot. And, you know, actually, I wanted to do a whole, like, reimagining of the whole, like, No Way Home scenario where all of us was dressed up. Um, but another time. But thanks again for joining us on Everything Cool. Mm-hmm. Peace and love. Yeah, yeah, see. You.